Only through countless hours of first aid and CPR training, the brigade volunteers you see at community events continue a hundred-year tradition of quick and effective first aid. Brigade members volunteer their time to be first on the scene with the most up-to-date first aid skills. Thousands of Canadians share this commitment and wear the St. John Ambulance Brigade badge with pride. Canada's recognized leader in first aid, St. John Ambulance. The opinions and advice offered on this show may not be right for everyone and do not necessarily reflect the views of Mojo Radio. Ten, nine, eight, seven. begin with opening ceremonies starting on Friday, right at the end of the week. Terror security is very tight at Athens as the Olympics returns to its original location. Are you thinking the same thing, Anne, uh, that I am? The Olympians just can't wait to get back to the very original spot. Did you know that the modern Olympics is specifically designed with an occult basis as the games help them move the world in a very big way toward the global occult system known as the New World Order? Yeah. They are using the Olympic Games. You don't even have to look much farther than the beginning at the start of the Games, August 13th. Friday the 13th. Jacques de Molay Day, <laughs> basically, is what that is. The Knights of the Templar were outlawed very early in the morning. Friday the 13th, Jacques de Molay, the highest ranking Knight of the Templar, was arrested by the Vatican. And now we see the Olympics returning after hundreds of years on the modern Olympics back to its original site on when? Jacques de Molay Day, Friday the 13th. And you know what? This is the very first Olympic Games since the 9-11 attacks. So, security very tight and terror tension very, very high. And some foreign countries 
have even been asking the Greek government to allow them to send their own armed guards to protect their citizen athletes. But, you see, there's one hitch. You have to play the game the Illuminati's way because the Greek constitution forbids foreign armed soldiers on its soil. So Athens has activated its security umbrella actually a couple of weeks ago. It deployed dozens of armored, armed Patriot defense missiles and they're switching on hundreds of surveillance cameras. Almost 300 closed-circuit cameras are going to be sweeping the main avenues and squares of Athens, while three police helicopters and a blimp equipped with even more surveillance cameras hover overhead. Security forces also got 11, that's 11, state-of-the-art surveillance vans, uh, surveillance vans which will receive and monitor the images from around the city where all the other cameras are located, some 300 of them. Coast Guard have positioned six of these vans around the port at Piraeus, where seven luxury cruise ships are going to be used as hotels during the games. They've also got a couple of mobile truck screening systems, supposedly capable of locating explosives, weapons, drugs, in trucks or large cargo vehicles. They'll screen all vehicles inbound to the Olympics during the game. And by the way, the Paralympics follow the Olympics. Greece is putting in place the most expensive Olympic security plan ever, worth $1.22 billion. By Friday's opening ceremonies, more than 70,000 security staff will be deployed, as well as thousands of cameras to make sure the first summer games since the September 11th attacks will be safe. Greece has even set up a seven-nation security advisory group, including them are, hey, your usual suspects. France, Germany, Israel, Spain, and the United States, Britain, and Australia. And they're providing the intelligence and the training. And, and NATO has also been called in for air and sea patrols. And they have said that there is absolutely no indication, no intelligence, gathered from chatter of a potential attack in Greece during those games. So it looks like it's hands-off Al-Qaeda. No kidding. I mean, this show, if you want to call it a show, the Olympics is being put on by the Illuminati. They run it all. Why would they want to have an attack on one of their events? They wouldn't. But here's what, and I'd like to get your opinion on this. What about this? Interrupting the Olympic Games telecasts for news of a terrorist strike in the United States. 
that could happen. Because, you know, there are a few things in America that are going on right now that say asterisk is imminent. And it's not me, it's the leaders of the United States saying that. So that could happen. I was just wondering what your viewpoint on that would be. Do you think it would be worth it for them to not postpone the Olympics, but interrupt the Olympics with footage of a terrorist attack in America? And if it was bad enough in the United States, would, for instance, would the leaders get together and decide, well, maybe we postpone this because this is such a devastating thing that's happened in our world. That's a thought. You want to comment on that? It's 416-870-6400, star 640. The Spaceman, a view from space, now heard Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. It's Mojo Radio, AM 640, Toronto. So, besides the fact that there's no intelligence, nobody's picked up any indications that uh, there is a plan of an attack, Greece is still spending $1.22 billion on security. Oh, you have to put up a front, don't you? Things are so quiet on the terrorist front that you almost expect the team from Al-Qaeda to compete. No, you do. And all of this equipment, and they're using divers, by the way, also in the harbors to make sure there are no frogmen bringing in suitcase nukes. And all of that equipment and all of that expertise after the games are over, Greece gets to keep it all and keep it in place. Because, you see, Europe is getting more and more concerned about terrorist attacks. Now London, England keeps popping up quite often. Madrid is the only one so far that's been hit. And it's done its job. That 311 did its job. It's changed a lot of rules over in the EU. And along with these 70,000 security personnel that are going to be at their posts to safeguard the athletes' Olympics, they've also got plans drawn up by a seven-country UK-led task force. And each of the 120 venues that will be used are going to be surrounded by three tier security zones. NATO puts on extra patrols to guard Greece's skies and seas. And of course, all of this remains until at least September 28th. It's costing a fortune because you see, once the Olympic Games and the Paralympics begin, Albania, one of the border countries of Greece, has even stepped up their patrols along the borders of uh, the mountains to share the burden and help turn back any Al-Qaeda attack. 6,000 officers deployed along the frontier, backed by another 5,000 inside that Balkan state. Security has got to be the most important story of the Olympics, right?
But what is the main story, the mainstream media is going to be silent on? The really big story? Well, it's the fact that the modern Olympic Games have been designed with occultism through and through. Once you understand this, you'll realize that the games are actually designed to condition people throughout the world to accept the coming New World Order. And don't get me wrong, nobody enjoys the Olympic Games more than I do. I mean, every four years, they're great. I watch. It's amazing the way we can take our human body and push it to those incredible heights and perform those feats that are absolutely, totally amazing. I think every person, you know, admires that. But the modern Olympic Games are being used to bring the world into a new world order. When you understand the problems that face guys like Adam Weishaupt, who wanted to overthrow Western civilization, Western society, and institute a society that they call the New World Order, this New World Order is really a, a true return to the ancient occult wisdom of Egypt and Babylon, those two mystery religions. A society that was absolutely, totally pagan. Christian society stood in their way in those days in Rome. When the pagan society of ancient Rome finally fell, what, around what, 476 A.D.? Society at all levels changed from pagan to Christian. It flipped over. Pagan values were replaced by Christian values, not only in education, in government, in arts, in science, in entertainment, but all of it. To reestablish ancient paganism, Weishaupt, and his followers have to attack Western society at every level. Government, arts, science, entertainment, religion. And that's where they're attacking us to this day, today. So, that's a formidable task. It seems almost beyond the power of a normal human being, right? But Weishaupt and his group have supernatural help. There is a satanic power who want to destroy the existing Christian-based Western society and set up its own kingdom. It's totalitarian. It's pagan. It will fulfill the biblical prophecies about the tribulation to an incredible degree. But Weishaupt also had other help from a totally unsuspecting source. Edward Gibbons, the guy who wrote the history in, of the decline and fall of the Roman Empire, published uh, between 1776 and 1778, it covers thoroughly a period of history spanning approximately 1,200 years. And he originally wrote this to precisely 
write down the reasons for the rise of the Roman Empire and the factors leading to the decline and fall of it. And everybody said, hey, this guy hit it right on the head. Brilliant. No greater historical study on the Roman Empire was ever written before or since. But Gibbons not only documented evidence which details how and why the Roman Empire fell. He shows a detailed account of precisely how a successful and powerful empire could be subverted and destroyed, like what's happening to your and my system. And it was published at the precise time period where Weishaupt was beginning to form his plans to overthrow Western civilization. 1776 was the birth of the Illuminati with Weishaupt in Bavaria, May 1st, 1776. Let me get into Gibson's list of five basic reasons of why the Roman Empire was destroyed. Let me just take a couple of quick calls. John, it's Space, Mojo Radio, AM 640. How you doing? Yeah, I'm wrong. On Friday, October, the, uh, August the 31st, or 13th? No, it's October 13th when it falls on a, well, actually every October 13th, but it was October 13th on the Friday. Mm. It's 1307. You're talking Jacques about uh, what? Jacques de Molay. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying it was a Friday the 13th. I'm not oh, yeah. saying it was on the exact day. I'm saying it was a Friday the 13th, John. It was. It was a Friday the 13th, yeah. but they, they still celebrate it. Well, some people do in France. Mm -hmm. And it's October the 13th, especially when it falls on a Friday. And he was not actually arrested by the Vatican. He was arrested by King Philip the Fair of France. Because King Philip the Fair wanted all the Templars' money, basically, because he was bankrupt. So he got special permission from the Pope to arrest the Templars as heretics. Oh, all right. It was through the Pope. So, uh, thanks, yeah. for, thanks for that correction. But my mere, mere point I was just trying to make, John, was Jacques de Molay died on a Friday the 13th. They're starting oh, yes, the Olympics on a Friday the 13th. Thanks yes, so much for the call. Yeah, and just wanted to clear that up. Oh, yeah, no problem. All right. Al, Spaceman, Mojo Radio, AM640. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, Space, how you doing? Good, thank you. First time call. I've been listening to you for a long time. Mm -hmm. You've opened my eyes. Um, I'd like to... I'd like, I'd like to say about uh, Friday the 13th coming up, I've yep. noticed on uh, on the advertising Alien versus Predator. Yes, sir. What do you think about that? Are you going to touch on that? Oh, yeah, I'll get to I, I, I think uh, since now I'm on the uh, weeknights uh, I think I just might um, uh, pick one night and uh, go through the flicks or maybe uh, uh, a movie a night or or whatever. And sometimes, you know, the movies, well, no. You know what? All of the movies coming out now have that sinister, diabolical feel to them, don't they? Yes. Yeah. So why don't we just expose those as they, uh, as they come out? And uh, actually, I started doing that last week yes. just out of um, uh, just the... Uh, you know that, that yeah that, well well just that natural uh, desire to uh, 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 let someone know what they're spending their money on when they go to the movies these days. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Gary, I like when you um, when you remind us us listeners about what the program's about, what the the beliefs are about, what um, 
Um, I'm lost for words here on the phone. Um, like how you remind us, like what the real battle is. Like I, I, I really agree when you when you say it's the battle against the three monolithic religions that believe in the one God, like Judaism, yep. Christianity, mm -hmm. and Islam. Yeah. And I see that when you pointed that out, I saw that when you remind us about how they how they made the Muslims upset with the beheadings. Yes, sir. And then a couple of days later, they they do it to the Christians. Mm -hmm. That's right. And it'll go in this order. It will go Muslims, Christians, and then the Jewish. And you say it's because of the because of the uh, the, the the mosque in uh, Jerusalem, right? Because of the well, they want to build uh, Solomon's Temple for the third time. Yes, uh, yeah. and the third and final time will be the one that uh, the Antichrist stands up in and declares himself God. So they can't wait for that, of course. Do, do you have knowledge on the Bible about um, like who who will reign at the end of all this? Will it be the uh, the Gentile? I assume the Gentile would be the uh, the Muslim, right? The non. You know what? Non you know what? I, I think of it like this, Al, and and uh, I think there's only one being that really knows who is going to heaven. That's God. Yeah. <laughs> and that that could be a Muslim, it could be an Orthodox Jew, it could be a Christian, it could be what? You know what I mean? Exactly. He only knows. Yes. I don't even think we know if we're going for sure. Like you ask most people, they got a guarantee. Well, yeah, but there's got to be some doubt there, some seed of doubt there, because that is just the way man is made of clay. Yeah, we can only look at the at the resources and say if we follow this, yeah. then we know yeah. we're on the right path. But we cannot say that so and so is going to hell. You cannot. Right. Someone can't say, "Oh, you know, yeah. so and so is going to heaven," right? Yeah. Oh, so. We don't want to. We don't want to even try to be the judge. Exactly. <laughs> Not a chance. Thanks for that. I, I don't want that job. Hey. Right. Yeah. I don't believe we're capable of it at first, uh, Al. I don't think we have the capacity for it. So that's why we shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Take care. Spaceman Richard, go ahead. You're on with a spaceman on uh, a view from space. It's Mojo Radio. Hey, Spaceman, I'm a new listener, and I'm really fascinated by your opinions and your show. Um, there are people, like myself, who have no doubt about it as to whether they go to heaven. It's, it's you know, just based on your beliefs. And well, I'm a that's Christian. right, but like I say, there is an underlying, uh, there there is a, you know, like, when you ask someone if they know for sure, they don't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Faith is evidence yeah, well, that's unseen, right? Exactly. That's right, right, right. right. So you got to base it on something. you got to have something to stand on, right? The rock. Yeah. Okay, well, the, the, the true Illuminati is, is the, the way, the truth, and the light. Mm -hmm. So maybe someday you could expand on that. But that my question was, uh, do you think perhaps, your, based on your comments about the Illuminati and being world powers and financial powers, mm -hmm. if, if the Illuminati are comprised of any specific... Uh, Race? religious race of no. background. No. You know what they are? They're Satan believers. They are Satan worships. They are the sun cult. They worship the sun. Well, those are Baalites, not necessarily Satan worshippers, but they, they're, well, they're but confused too. No, no, no. When it all comes down to it, you see, when, you, when it all comes down to it and the gods of all pagans are revealed, it is Satan. You know why? Because the paganist, he actually um, deifies the uh, creation, not the creator. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Thanks for the call, Richard. All right. Spaceman on Mojo Radio AM640 coming back with more in just a moment. If you comment, it's 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. The Olympic Games, a modern, occultic, 
vehicle to take you closer to the new world order. They're both coming. Cowboy here goes again. The spaceman Jerry Bell and the blue from space. Mojo Radio, Bone 640. Because collisions, thefts, and vehicle breakdowns don't just happen 9 to 5, you need to know a 24 hour rental company. Good evening, Auto Hire Rent a Car. Remember, the law says it's your choice where you rent your car, not the insurance company. And every day across the GTA, people choose Auto Hire Rent a Car. Auto Hire was great. They got me an SUV like my own, and I had it in time to drive it to work in the morning. Auto Hire Rent a Car direct bills all insurance companies and gives you one of the widest selections of vehicles in the GTA. Call 416 410 Hire online at autohire.ca. Yesterday, I won playing the daily lottery. So for this whole month, I've hired a car and driver. Hey, put that divider window up. Yes, sir. We're uh, different classes, you and I. Hey, you like action movies? I do, sir. You have a girlfriend? I have a wife. You guys should come over tonight. We'll make stir fry. Daily draws, daily winners. How will your life change from one day to the next? Play today at your lottery retailer. Okay, guys, how do we advertise Cool and Buzz Lager? Ooh, sexy checks. Been done. Heritage. Been done. Sports. Seen it. Ah, funny commercials. Been done. How about the truth? Huh? Simply telling people Cool and Buzz are fresh, great-tasting beers. The truth? But this is advertising. Would anyone believe us? They will, when they taste Cool and Buzz. Ah. Ask for all natural, locally brewed cool and new Buzz beer at bars, liquor stores, and beer stores. That's good beer. Want to lose weight? Get back in shape with hypnosis. It works. Listen to what Joe said. Before coming to Positive Changes, I'd been at an uncomfortable weight for over 10 years. I tried everything to lose it. Now I've not only lost the weight, I'm in control of my eating habits and my life. Hypnosis works. Get a free consultation today. Call 416-488-4724. It works. 416-488-4724. Too bad about Mike. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Especially at his age. That's tragic. Uh, Did you get a gift? You mean people give gifts at a time like this? Yeah, it's tradition. Hope you want the gift, fellas. You know, ahead of time. Guys, I'm standing right here. You're talking like it's my funeral. I'm just getting married. Gifts for your ushers. Gifts for, well, any occasion. Gifts, fellas. Fine accessories for men. 1695 Bayview Avenue, next to the smoking cigar. I'm just getting married. Mojo Radio weather. Cloudy tonight. We are expecting some showers. Rain for Tuesday, otherwise cloudy and 25. And outlook for Wednesday and Thursday, cloudy and 21 both days. Are you one of the 70 million men and women suffering from hair loss, thinning, or balding? Hair Solution of Toronto is seeking participants for a revolutionary hair loss program utilizing approved activators and cool laser technology. The laser program is effective for both men and women with no pain, no surgery, and no side effects. This patented laser technology is now available only through Hair Solution of Toronto. So call 1-800-OK-REGROW. The consultation is free and results are guaranteed. Monthly space is limited, so call right away to see if you qualify. 1-800-OK-REGROW. The opinions and advice offered on this show may not be right for everyone and do not necessarily reflect the views of Mojo Radio. Wait a minute, Mojo Radio? I don't remember this. Did we get the starship? I can take 
Spaceman Mojo Radio AM 640. I'm talking about the Olympic Games that are beginning with great pomp and ceremony this Friday. This Friday the 13th. You know, the very first Olympic Games were held 776 B.C. The Games actually were only four foot races. And they gradually added other ones, starting with wrestling and pentathlon and other sports. But they were held every four years at Olympia between August 6th and September 19th, anywhere in there. And the records actually go back as far as 776. Illuminati have done their job on this one. They've kept all the records. And Roman Emperor Theodosius I abolished the games as part of a series of reforms against pagan practices. That was in the year 394 A.D. So it was going on a good long time before the Roman Emperor Theodosius come along and said this is a pagan practice. And you know what? I'm pretty sure this guy, believing in Christianity, didn't say, hey, foot races are sinful. I don't think that happened. I think they were doing a lot of other things. Like, for instance, setting up the contestants as gods. After all, Hercules was uh, one of the greatest competitors during the uh, 16-day celebration at the Olympics, they'll probably even take you to the very dirt where Hercules stood to run his 100-yard dash. And, of course, the flame comes into it. A little later. Quite a bit later, as a matter of fact. But, uh, hey, 1908 was an interesting year for the Olympics. In 1906, Mount Vesuvius erupts, and the games have to be moved from Rome to London for the first time. Athletes march into the stadium behind their nation's flags. That's in 1908, the London Games. There were actually the 06 games to be played in Rome, but Mount Vesuvius had other ideas. Then the Olympic flag is introduced. That was in 1920. Antwerp. Then, the Amsterdam Games, 1928. Germany comes back. The Olympic flame is introduced. That was in 1928. Then, in 19, I think it was 36, yes, the Berlin Games, the first ever relay of an Olympic torch. These are also the games 
to be the first to be televised. They were shown on large screens around Berlin. Guess who was leading Germany in 1936? You're right. Adolf Hitler. In actual fact, they've put so much um, credence in this, no, hype. It's put so much hype into this torch and this torch relay that they have now spun it all over. This is the first time. This is the first year that's gone actually around the globe, being touched by everywhere. Everywhere, every country that had an Olympic Games ever, that torch went through this year. And Hollywood's got its collection, connections. I don't, I don't know how some of these people actually got to carry the torch, like um, uh, one of the uh, runway models, uh, long, skinny, tall, black girl. Um, gosh, I'm stuck for her name now, is even, even carrying it. But they went to the people on the runways, in the fashion world, which is, of course, owned by the Illuminati. But getting back to this torch, this actually was the brainchild of Carl Diem, who choreographed the 1936 Berlin Olympics. The first torch was made of sterling silver from Krupp's Metalwerks, where Adolf Hitler was stockpiling munitions ahead of World War II. And Diem told Hitler about the idea of runners bearing a torch from the game's birthplace all the way to the host city. And Hitler thought, well, that's, that's, that's really grandiose. That's, that's perfect. And he added something for the first time ever to the Olympic Games. And you know what? That one thing that Hitler put into the Olympic Games is the one thing that these guys hold the highest. It's the torch. The torch is the thing that lights the bowl when the Games begin. How much more power can you put into that? Did you know that it left Sydney on June 4th, the last Olympic Games? That was the first stage of its long journey around the world. Um, approximately, no, exactly 11,000 torchbearers were used. And some of them only just run a few meters. Like, what's Angelina Jolie in Hollywood? Where does, how come she's got it? How come she carries it? Bloodline, my friend. That torch traveled across five continents. Africa. It visited Cairo and Cape Town. South America. Rio de Janeiro. It went everywhere. And guess what? Lit that torch well it was lit by the sun of course because this is a sun cult we're talking about the sun worshippers 
they actually had the sun shine into a concave mirror and lit the flame. There were no matches. There was no gas. There was no spark. There was only the sun. And then they trotted out their raven hair priestesses. It was lit in the place where it was Helena, actually, Zeus's wife, a temple that was dedicated to her. That's where it was lit. Very secretive, and I bet you there were only a few people there, too, when that went down. And then way it ran around the world. And of course, you know what it's supposed to do. The Olympic flame and the torch is supposed to bring us together. It's a Nazi idea! Some facts. On the flame. As soon as it was ignited by the sun's rays in Olympia, Greece, actually, like I just said, at Zeus's wife's temple. That flame's journey started around the world. Took 35 days, traveling through 33 cities, 26 countries. It hit the most cities any torch has ever hit. Made its way through Montreal because they held the games. About 260 million people saw the flame. And actually, Samsung had a contest where they were going to give a chance for nine winners to carry the torch in Montreal as part of the relay. So you could even get your name in there, too. But they promoted it, and they hyped it. And it was Carl Diem who gave the idea to Hitler, and Hitler approved it. And they went to their metalworks where they were making their tanks and their guns, and they made the silver Olympic torch for the 1936 games. Terrorism does have something to do with the Olympics, all right. Let me just touch on that coming up on Mojo Radio AM 640. It's a spaceman. I have one line open at 416-870-6400, star 640 if you have a comment. The last bastion of truth in the media, Gary Bell, the Spaceman, on Mojo Radio.
Joe Radio presents the first annual Doug Gilmore and Friends Celebrity Bowl. Hi, this is Doug Gilmore. Join me with Mojo Radio and some of my other friends on Thursday, August 19th at Playtime Bowl. Each corporate team will play with a celebrity captain and will bowl for prizes. It's all to raise money for Ronald McDonald House Charities. For information on the Doug Gilmore and Friends Celebrity Bowl, go to MojoRadio.com. You can make bids during a special edition of Mojo's Leaf Lunch this Wednesday as we auction off the chance for you to bowl with me as your corporate team captain. For information or to register your team, go to MojoRadio.com. What's up, Craig? Wow, Orlando Steinauer of the Toronto Argos. Why are you at my office? Well, you come out to our games and cheer really loud, so I thought I'd return the favor. Here? Well, I'm... No, Craig. Send that email. Take that fax off the way. Don't let your boss be getting in your face, Craig. Way to steal those office supplies, Craig. Oh, Sorry. Tuesday, August 17th at 7 p.m., Toronto takes on Winnipeg at Skydome. For tickets, call 416-872-5000 or visit Ticketmaster.ca. <laughs> See you on the field. Hey, it's Oakley here for my boys at the Palace Restaurant on Paint, just above the Danforth. Pound for pound, dollar for dollar, I stack it up against any good restaurant in town. Outstanding food, and lots of it, and real reasonable, too. Nice homey atmosphere, and terrific service, where Peter, Johnny, and the boys do it up right. Perfect for that intimate dinner, casual lunch, or full-blown party. Check it out. The Palace on Paint, just above the Danforth. 462-1166. That's 462-1166. As a member of the Canadian Broadcast Standards Council, Mojo Radio is committed to the highest standards of broadcasting. We believe in being accountable to you, the listener, in our information and entertainment programming. If you have a comment to make about our programming, write to us. We'll respond to your letter and send you information on the Council and its codes. A message from the Canadian Association of Broadcasters and Talk Radio for Guys. Mojo Radio, AM 640. Do you forget the names of the people you met last week, even the people you met last night? How would you like to be able to walk into a room, meet 50 people or more, and recall all their names instantly? I'm America's memory master, Matthew Girk, and I'll show you how to do it in the Memory Switch System, the fast, easy memory improvement technology for busy people who are embarrassed by their bad memory. In the Memory Switch, I'll show you how to recall names, dates, facts, figures, numbers, even business and technical data in a split second, and remember it for years. I'll show you how to lock information you see, hear, and read into your memory so you can recall it right when you need it for as long as you need it. Give me just one short hour, and I'll help you improve your memory so dramatically people will notice. Call now and try the memory switch risk-free for 30 days. 1-800-241-1419. Guaranteed or your money back. 1-800-241-1419. Successful investing requires having your money in the right place at the right time. Today, many investors are broadening their portfolios to include gold and silver. And that's why HexRadio.com brings you Harold Siegel and the Precious Metals Report Sunday mornings at 8. Call now for your free investor kit and receive How to Prosper in a Bad Economy, the Precious Metals Report, 1-800-630-7930. Investing in precious metals is not suitable for all investors, so invest risk capital. Be listening Sunday mornings at 8 and call now for your free investor kit, one 800 630 Hey, you don't need some high-tech radio telescope. You need the space man. Dial 416-870-6400 or star 640 on your cell. Email spaceman at mojoradio.com. Listen to the spaceman. Oh, 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 oh
Mojo Radio, AM 640. You're listening to A View from Space. I'm talking about the Olympic Games coming up this Friday. And my point, my contention is that the Olympic Games are actually just a vehicle to get us all into a new world order frame of mind. Everybody thinking the same thing. Everybody on the same page. Have a common denominator. Let's call it sports. And uh, I know you watch hockey. I just want to relate this to you. I was talking about the 1936 Munich Games, or the uh, 1936 Berlin Games, where Adolf Hitler brings out the torch for the first time. You know, in the Winter Games in 36, Canada finally lost uh, a hockey game. Great Britain beat us and took the gold. And if you check the roster out for... The English team? Most of the players lived in Canada. So, more things change, more things stay the same. And Ber- Berlin Games in the summer, uh, I told you the first ever relay of the Olympic torch. The Olympic torch was first televised on large screens around Berlin, not into people's homes. I believe that was um, the London Games in 1948 where they were the first ones to be shown on home TV. I don't believe Germany and and Japan were invited at that point. But I believe they got just about every other country to attend that's, uh, you know, that that is any any kind of a sports country. And, as I was just mentioning before the break on Mojo Radio AM 640, on a view from space, terrorism and the Olympics were linked. And you know as well as I do when it was. Do you recall at all? Let me refresh your memory. The year was 1972. And the place, well, we don't have to move any far, much farther from Berlin, really. Just over to Munich. It's in Germany, of course. Mark Spitz wins seven world records in the pool. But the Olympic Village is attacked by terrorists, the Black September terrorist gang. It kills two on the Jewish track team and takes another nine hostages. During a failed rescue attempt by the German authorities, the remaining athletes and all but three of the terrorists are killed. 1972. Terrorism is introduced to the world. That's right. They used their Olympic Games to stage the first ever terrorist hit. And the rest, as they say, is history. 
Hi, Richard. You're on with the Spaceman. It's Mojo Radio, AM 640. Hey, Space. <laughs> you're the man. <laughs> you're the man. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, you're making a lot of sense to me, brother. You're making a lot of sense. Um, I just wanted to touch on the, the games. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, you know what? What a way to divert attention from the games to these security people slacking off in the States and then something coming down in the States. I, you know what? It, it, the timing's probably perfect for something like that to happen, I think. Just a thought. I'm not predicting. I never predict. But I do lay out the facts as I see them. And then, well, if it happens, I'll look like a genius, right? <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's, that's great. But you know what? All you need is some common sense. Some basic common sense to put two and two together here. Yeah. And I'm not saying that uh, America will be attacked in that window because it may even be more favorable to George W. if it's closer to his uh, to his nomination for the Republican Party, which is happening at the end of the month, August 31st. What do you think of that idea? Backward 13. Right. Go ahead. What do you th- what do you think of that idea about uh, what they're talking about? Um, uh, George Bush looking for a clone of Osama bin Laden and saying, hey, guess what, guys? We captured him just before the elections. Yeah, that could be. I talked about that, too, also uh, a few shows ago because, uh, you know, all those scenarios are going to pop up sooner or later, right? Like Saddam. Uh, I thought maybe Saddam uh, near the uh, election. And, and it was certainly close. And I don't think they have really uh, the, the guy, the guy, I think even the one that we're showing on television is the uh, our imposters. I don't think we've ever seen the real Saddam Hussein. That's why he can probably walk around in Moscow now just doing his shopping. Yeah. He really knows what the guy looks like. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. After yeah. you show doubles for years on television, people think that doubles him. And that's the way that goes. Thanks yeah. a lot for the call, Richard. Right, no, Spaceman no. on Mojo oh. Radio AM 640. I'm coming back with more of your calls in just a moment. 870-6400, star 640 on my telephone numbers. This is The View from Space. He's NASA's worst nightmare. The Spaceman, Gary Bell, with a View from Space. Talk radio for guys. Mojo Radio, AM 640. It's a collection of legal power that would cost $500 or more if done through a lawyer. Now, everything you need for total estate planning is yours in the new Master Estate Kit. First, you'll receive a legal will kit with simple instructions that lets you complete it in an hour or so. Second, a living will kit that guarantees your wishes are followed in case of a terminal injury or illness. And third, a power of attorney kit that lets you name someone else to make financial or health decisions for you. And finally, a bonus estate planning guide, one that shows you how to update a will, avoid probate, save on capital gains tax, and more. The Master Estate Kit, an $80 value. Yours for just $39.95 if you order now. Have a charge card handy and call 1-800-221-0621 to order your Master Estate Kit. Only $39.95 plus shipping. Your satisfaction is fully guaranteed. Call 800-221-0621 now. That's 800-221-0621. So you think big box is better. Then why does it take three hours to buy hardwood flooring? And as for selection, sure. But what they have you don't want and what you want they don't have. 
And as for their experts, was that 15 years experience or 15 years old? Better see the hardwood flooring guys at Woodchuck Flooring. Serving contractors and the public for over 30 years and proud to offer Mirage hardwood flooring. Mirage sets the pace. Woodchuck Flooring, 416-299-5151. Visit the showroom or see them on the web at woodchuckflooring.com. Want to lose weight? Get back in shape with hypnosis. It works. Listen to what Al said. I knew that hypnosis worked for quitting smoking because I tried it 15 years ago. I haven't had a cigarette since. So when I heard the positive changes out of a weight loss, I thought, why not try it? Well, hypnosis made losing 50 pounds easy as can be. Hypnosis works. Get a free consultation today. Call 416-488-4724. It works. 416-488-4724. Go to the X for less. The D&E Super Sale is on now. For a limited time, the admission-only fun pass is just $7. The unlimited midway ride and admission magic pass is only $25. Get them at participating outlets of the Bay, Zellers, Loblaws, The Real Canadian Superstore, Shoppers Truck Mart, CAA, Go Transit, or Ticketmaster. Only until August 19th or while supplies last. Presented in partnership with the Toronto Star. Let's go to the X. Drive truck for a living? Interlink has the stability you're after with full-time positions for AZ drivers with two years' experience. Call 416-724-1952. And if you're looking for flexibility, Interlink has part-time and weekend work available, too. Call 416-724-1952. Interlink is your connection to all the best jobs, including local city delivery with starting points like Whitby, Oshawa, Concord, or Newmarket, so you can work where you live. Call 416-724-1952. Interlink. You're listening to A View from Space on Talk Radio for Guys, Mojo Radio, AM 640. Yeah, Spaceman, last segment, Toronto, Mojo Radio, AM 640. Did you know the uh, first time they used artificial snow in the Winter Olympics was 1980 at Lake Placid? And Moscow, in 80, the Summer Olympics, were the first to be held by a communist country. That's a fact. In 1983, there was a, a, a really big, big, big year for them, too. There were no games, but uh, guess what? The IOC voted to allow the games to be opened up to corporate sponsorship. I thought that was a fairly large one, so I thought maybe I'd bring that on to the show tonight. A view from space on Mojo Radio, AM 640. Sarajevo in 84 was the first time uh, the Olympics was ever held in a socialist country. And uh, I wonder what this Athens game is going to be known for. Possibly, right now, the biggest story is, of course, their security, isn't it? That's the largest one. Hey, Sam, you're on with the Spaceman. This is Mojo Radio, AM 640. Hello. How you doing, Space? Good. Listen, I uh, listen to your show. you got a great show going there, uh... I just noticed something in the paper on the weekend, uh, Margolis article. He was mentioning that uh, 
the lot the um, the things that the Iraq war were based on these forgeries this information that uh the British government came across yep. it came through an Italian Masonic lodge did you know about that the P2 yeah that's yeah. it mm -hmm. came through the P2 sure unbelievable i just uh, was thinking that uh everything that's mentioned on your show and then david kelly of course was the guy who said hey you know what that stuff that the p2 gave you uh was bogus and he and he told a news uh, a news uh reporter and then david kelly was found dead and then the guy who really slammed and pointed the finger at david kelly and said he was responsible for that being leaked out is now the head of mi6 just got the job in may that's right, yeah, that was in the article as well. But I just wanted to mention that, you know, a lot of the stuff that you're saying is coming more and more mainstream, you know what I mean? Even there's this, uh, there's a TV show called Stargate, SG-1, and now they, they've started uh, a new, like, uh, it's the same show, but a, but a spin-off, and it's called Stargate Atlantis. Uh -huh. So they're just starting more and more, right? Go right back to their, yeah, their, that, that, well, of course, um, maybe... Uh, the person listening to us uh, won't know what we're giggling about here, uh, Sam, but uh, Atlantis was uh, the Illuminati's perfect kingdom. That was one ruler, one nation. That's Go ahead. Great. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all I had to say anyway. All right. Thank Thanks you so much, Sam. Pleasure. It's the Spaceman on Mojo Radio AM 640. Hi, Akuni. Hey, hey, how you doing, Spaceman? Good, thank you. Well... You know, I must say, uh, I'll just echo some of the things that some of our uh, my fellow callers have said. I definitely enjoy your show. You always get the uh, the juices flowing in the good old brain. So uh, whether I agree with you or not, you're always fun to listen to. Um, just wanted to uh, talk about one thing that you mentioned. You said 72, Black September, was the first terrorist attack that was brought onto the world stage. Yeah, that's when they used the word, yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, um, the reason I, I kind of, took a step back from that, actually. The first time I believe the word terrorist was used was in a letter that was written from the general of, of then Palestine slash Israel, it has not been created yet, um, to, to Winston Churchill, actually, talking about an explosion in the, in the Arab Quarter, which actually Very a hotel called Hotel Palestine, mm -hmm. or Philistine, ah. as it was called. Right. Um, 700 uh, kilograms of TNT wrapped mm -hmm. the foundations, destroyed it killed 70-odd people inside the building. Yeah. But what I meant, what I meant, Cooney, was basically that it was the uh, first one on a global stage, right? Uh, I'm not trying to pinpoint the exact first-time terrorism. That's when they vaulted, and that word became very, uh, you know, well-known, right? Like with the, with the Churchill-Palestinian thing, it was small. But with the Olympics, it was large, right? It definitely had the global media. Yeah, that, that, that's basically what, all, all I was going with there. All right? All right, no, thank you again for everything. All right, it's Mojo Radio, AM 640. You know the uh, stadium that was built in the 4th century B.C. to host that great all-Athenian festival called the Olympic Games now? One of the grandest in the ancient Greek world. That stadium was reconstructed in 1896 to host that first modern game. And the archery competition and the marathon games this year. are going to have it as their finish line. You'll see the history. Starting Friday the 13th. By the way, Venus has a very huge role in all of this. Venus being the goddess of love that they all love so much. 
Venus takes 225 days to circle the sun. The Olympics starts on day 225 of the year. Coast to Coast next on Space on Earth. that 70% of Canadians don't have a legal will? Over the next decade, more than $700 billion will be held in Canadian banks from people who have died without making a will, leaving loved ones in financial and emotional distress. Young or old, married or single, widowed or divorced, everybody needs a legal will. Without a legal will, others may decide who gets your belongings and who will become the guardian of your children. The Canadian Legal Will Kit is easy to use. Just follow the instructions to make a will that's legal in all provinces. At $29.95, it saves you time, money, and legal costs. Writing your will is not about you. It's about the people you care about. It's about putting in place today what is needed to keep them safe tomorrow. You don't need a lawyer. The Canadian Legal Will Kit makes it easy and legal. Call now and the Canadian Legal Will Kit is on its way. one 461 Do it. one 461 744